0: The Word is for everyone. It's alive and active, filled with wisdom, truth, and hope. Understanding and interpreting its pages can seem overwhelming, but this podcast is here to help. This is Unschooled and Ordinary.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Unschooled and Ordinary podcast. I'm your host, Tyler. I'm here with Ben, Brandy, Angie, and we have a special guest today. Carrie?
2: Hey, guys.
1: Welcome to the podcast.
2: Thanks. Happy to be here.
1: <laughs> Carrie, we're so glad you're with us today. Yes.
2: Thanks. I'm honored to be here.
1: So, Carrie, just, just tell us. Um, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> what are do you doing? Do? where did you come from? Who, what, where and why?
2: Well, I am the kids minister at the Hunt Club. Um, I've been at this church since it was downtown, so I've been here a long time, seen it go through a lot of different phases. Um, yeah, I have a wonderful husband Rick. We live in summer all with our dogs and our chickens and our ducks. She's got her <laughs> own
0: little farm. And I it's do so have fun. my own little farm. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So you've been here since we were downtown. Yes. Who else in this room has been here since then? Brandy?
0: I did go in college. It was still downtown.
1: Yeah. Me, yes. Okay. Angie? No. Yeah, me either.
0: (laughs) (laughs) These Stone County people came in later. That's right. Came in
1: late. We're like the Gentiles.
0: (laughs) We grafted you in. That's
1: right. We come in late, but we still headed to heaven, baby. So... Today, uh, we're, we're in our rest week this week, so today we thought it would be good to talk through how to share our faith and how to walk someone through Scripture uh, to share the gospel. <laughs> so just disclaimer right here, as we were talking earlier, all of us in the room, we grew up in church, but I don't know if any of us knew the Roman road, the Romans road to salvation. What the scripture was. So what did y'all know this before (laughs) or was it like, oh, we need, we probably should learn that as adults so we can walk somebody through the scripture on how to be saved.
3: I remember the first time I heard that phrase, Roman Road, I think it was on a mission trip training in student ministry. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, um, I always felt guilty because I couldn't remember which passages made up The Roman, like I didn't memorize what those passages were, but I knew just kind of the general idea of. um, There's these passages in Romans that walk you through salvation, Um, and so, but like you said, having kind of grown up and hearing it, I always felt a little bit guilty and um, on the fringes, and didn't want to admit that. Like I'm not sure which one off the top of my head, which ones those are.
1: It's like. You should know it. It's it's just going too far. It's like, there. I'm not even asking questions yeah. now.
0: <laughs> I think the church that I grew up in, it was kind of presented as the only way to share the gospel, um, which is not accurate. But <laughs> so it was almost like fear based drilled into my brain because you can't tell anyone about Jesus if you don't want through these specific verses in a specific way. They're not going to heaven. <laughs>
1: I feel like Brandy grew up strict. Wow. <laughs> that's
0: a whole episode in and of itself.
1: <laughs> so uh, today, like we said just a second ago, we want to we be able to equip you to walk someone through what it means to know Jesus and to understand the gospel. So Brandy's going to read some scripture to us. And um, I just want to encourage you, when you get time, grab your Bible highlight these verses. One of, one of the things that we've done in our, in our Bibles is uh, on, on the very first page of Romans at the top, it, it reads, Romans Road, and then we wrote out all the scripture for it. And then for each scripture, uh, like for instance, Romans 3.10, I have that highlighted in my Bible, and then right after the verse, I write the next verse Versed <laughs> the next verse in the sequence. So then I can just walk right through it and have my Bible and walk somebody through the Roman road to salvation. So Brandy, would you kick us off? Uh Romans three ten.
0: As it is written, none is righteous, no not one.
1: And then Romans three twenty-three. Yes.
0: For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God.
1: All right, so Let's take a moment just to unpack those two things, those two verses. There is no one righteous, not even one, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. what What is that telling us, and what is that telling anybody about the human condition?
4: Well, I think before you can ever walk somebody through salvation, I mean, they have to see their need for it, and it's more than just you saying, hey this is how you are. This is what you've inherited as in sin. This is what Jesus did for you. But to be able to point them to scripture and know that this is the truth. This is the word of God. And this is not my opinion or man's opinion, but this is like literally the state you're in. They have to see their need and the foundation for that before they move forward into the the gift that's offered to them. Right.
0: I think this is usually pretty important too, to <clears throat> Help them understand what sin is because I think a lot of people think I'm a good person, I am a moral person, and scripture tells us very specifically no one is good and you're not seeking after righteousness on your own. So, even if you are a quote unquote good person who makes good choices, most of the time you're still a sinner,
1: right? Because we like, like, like we talked about a couple weeks ago. Uh, we are born into sin. Mm-hmm. Like that is what we have inherited. So, as a result, just by definition, we don't meet God's standard. So, the next verse that comes in is Romans 5, verse 8. Will you read that one for us?
0: But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us.
1: Okay, so you can see how this is making it very simple to present the gospel. We are sinners. We fall short of God's standard, but
0: there's good news.
1: There's good news. (laughs) God sent his son, Jesus, to die for us. Uh, I love how Angie said it in in the welcome a few weeks ago. She said, there was a man that died for you. Mm -hmm. Do you want to know why? Like, that's so intriguing that God sent his son to die for us. That is the good news of the gospel. Anybody got anything to interject before we go to the next verse? All right, so then from there, we go into Romans 6.23.
0: For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord.
1: So again, there's it, it points to our sin, our damnation. We are deserving of death, but there's a free gift that God offers, and it's through Salvation in Jesus. And then Romans 10, 9 and 10, tell us how we can receive this free gift of salvation.
2: If
0: you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. And then 13, you want me to read it too? Yeah. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord
1: will be saved. Yeah. And that was uh, chapter 10, verse 13. So there it is. It, it walks us through the depravity of man, but it walks us through the goodness of God, the free gift that God offers us. And what we do is we declare with our mouth. De, did I say declare? I think we, you said it right the
0: first time. Uh, did I? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Exodus. <laughs>
0: It's always there. You're so so good at this. I'm
1: so thankful for God's grace in my life. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. If we declare with our mouth and if we believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, Scripture teaches we will be saved. Mm -hmm. And I think it's as simple as that to share the gospel with somebody. Mm -hmm. And you can do this with somebody you know. Who is inquis- inquisitive and has questions? This may be with your child. This may be with somebody who is in your house church. So, uh, again, I want to encourage you to grab your Bible, listen back through this, get a highlighter, highlight it, uh, make references to it so you can take this with you. Yeah, just you
3: taught me something on this, Tyler, um, just about highlighting each passage and then writing the connecting passage that it goes to. Um, And so just kind of listening to Brandy read through it, um, and then you talk about it a little bit, like, man, what a great guide to develop um, confidence, right, and equip me with language that I know is backed up by Scripture, Mm -hmm. right, as I'm having these conversations, because it is is intimidating. Like, I don't even say it can be intimidating. It is intimidating Mm -hmm. to share your faith, especially for the first time. Um, and so many, so many times in any situation in life that we find ourselves in, insecurities come in for us, for me, with like language barriers, right? So if I'm, if I, I don't know how to fix my truck. If it breaks down on the side of the road, I'm the guy that like looks under the hood and then leans around the corner and is like, all right, try it now. But I really didn't do anything, you know? So if I have to go to the mechanic, there's a huge language barrier between me and the mechanic. About what's going on. And so automatically, I'm a little bit insecure about this conversation. Like, I'm not bringing much confidence into it. But simply understanding and learning, like, the language that he's talking to me in changes the whole thing. And mm-hmm. so in sharing our faith, a lot of times it's harder and I will get hung up on, am I saying the right thing, you know? Um, so but uh, so I, I think from from... Understanding and using the Roman Roman road to understand through helping you equip and build build our confidence and being able to share our faith.
4: Yeah, I think that's the beauty of it because the pressure is taken off of you. Mm -hmm. Like it's all you put it back onto God's word to explain itself. Mm -hmm. So really, if you just have these scriptures written down, you don't have to worry about do I know the right words. You just let scripture speak for itself. I'm just, I want to go back to what I said at the beginning about <laughs> so
0: harshly of how it was like drilled <laughs> into fear into me. Um, that's not to say it wasn't super important, but I think the way that it was used in my childhood was there was no explanation behind each of them, and God's word can speak so clearly for itself. Like, do not hear me wrong. But when there's no conversation behind it, and when you don't have confidence in the person who's trying to like shove this down your throat, They're just saying, read this, read this, read this. Now, do you believe it? You know, so I just want to give caution to everyone that this, all of this is exactly the gospel. This is the good news all wrapped into one. But more than anything, you need to be confident in what these verses say. Before you go tell someone, hey, this is what you need to believe. Well, you need to have a grasp on it and Mm -hmm. make sure you understand and believe. And it's not hard. Like, it just takes writing it down and studying through it once or twice. But just don't use this as a weapon. Make sure that you're using it
1: as a tool. Study to show yourself approved. There we go. (laughs) All right, Carrie. What's up? Um, You brought in... uh, a Little bracelet with some beads. I did. Um, you also color coded those, put them in a little bag for me with <laughs> where you spelled out the color because yeah. you know I'm colorblind. Yes. I'm so appreciative of <laughs> You're that.
2: You're so welcome. I wanted to make it easy
0: for you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we, go. we brought Carrie here because I mean, everyone in this room is a parent and it's terrifying. We're on staff at a church. We have children, and that conversation is still terrifying even to us. How do I explain what we just talked about to my child? So
2: we need your help. (laughs) I made it really easy for you guys. Actually, I didn't do this. Somebody else did, but it's brilliant. (laughs) Um, Okay, so these are little pony beads, if y'all are going to do this at your house. Um, You will need a blue one, a yellow one, a green one, white, uh, red, and black. All right? Okay, so everyone grab your beads. I'm going to do y'all like I do my kids. I love craft I've got times. my beads.
1: She
4: has All such right. a good teacher
2: voice. <laughs> you Whoa. do. I taught preschool for years before I came on <laughs> staff here. So anyway. i got
1: a good voice for a podcast. All right.
2: <laughs> thanks, guys. All right. Take your dark bead. Um, and this dark bead reminds us of sin. And sin is anything that we do that's not what God wants us to do, right? So everyone in the Bible has sinned. So Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All right. So everybody got their little black bead on? I got mine on. Got it. Okay. All right. Get your red bead next. All right. This reminds us I cannot talk, y'all. <laughs> no, you're doing good. This reminds us of Jesus' blood. Jesus was God's son, and he died on the cross to pay the punishment for our sins. Um, so Romans 5, 8 says, but here is how Christ has shown his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So I'm catching the drift here that it does matter which order we put these beads in, right? It does. Okay. (laughs) Um, and we also like to make it personal. So when you're talking, you can also say Jesus loves me so much that he died for me on the cross Mm -hmm. to help me. We want to make sure they make the connection that this is about me, you know? All right. So grab your white bead next. All right, this reminds us of our new lives. The Bible says that after we have accepted Jesus, we are brand new. He cleans out the old sin that was in us, and Jesus is in our lives forever and will never leave us. Um, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, When anyone lives in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, and the new is here. Okay, and so we can tell them Jesus takes away all the bad things that I do. And I think a lot of times we worry that kids don't understand what sin is. Mm Mm-hmm. But they do. They get it. You tell them this is the bad thing. to you're not listening to your mom, not, you know, being ugly to a friend. You know they they get this. Kids understand. I sure know my kid does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan is sweet. Okay. He is
1: the sweetest.
2: <laughs> He's so cute. All right. So the next one is green. And this reminds us that we're to grow as a Christian. And in order to grow in our relationship with God, we need to pray, read the Bible and spend time with other Christians. Um, and go to church and do Bible studies with those those believers. Um, And it says, I can follow Jesus and learn to be more like him. And Ephesians 5, 1 says, you are children that God dearly loves, so follow his example. I love that verse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. And
1: and those can be known as, uh, or are known as spiritual disciplines. Mm
2: -hmm. You know? For the grown-up (laughs) conversation. Yeah, for the (laughs) grown-up conversation. (laughs) All right. The next one is yellow. And this reminds us of heaven. The Bible says that every person who has trusted Jesus to be his or her Savior will spend forever in heaven with him. And then we can say, one day I can be with Jesus in heaven. You make it personal. Um, John fourteen two through 4 says, My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me so that you will always be where I am. And the last one is blue. And this reminds us of baptism, an outward expression of our inward decision to follow Jesus with our lives. Baptism does not make you a Christian, but it's a symbol of our decision um, we make when we follow Jesus. So, Romans 6, 4 says, We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. And then we can remind them we choose to get baptized to show others that Jesus is the Lord of our lives. Hmm. Um, And I know this is something we like to do at the Hunt Club. Um, When our kids get baptized, we bring their entire class in there so that they can see, you know, what an example that is for them. And that's been really cool there. So, yeah.
0: Well, you definitely made this feel a lot more practical. (laughs) I love anything where I can sit down. So my oldest daughter is nine, yeah, and she likes to sit and see and hands-on. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those things I think would make the gospel really easy for yep.
2: her to grasp. Yep. And we have it all out here for you, so you can read it and go through it yourself in house church or with your own kid or... Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Carrie, mm-hmm. will you tell us about some of the resources that our children's ministry offers?
2: For sure. We have baptism books. Um, you can get those from your kid's minister, or we also have ours on our resource wall, which is also a huge help with any questions that you have about leading your kid through the gospel. Um, we have a couple of other examples of leading kids um, through the gospel um, that will be linked in our study guide, so you can look on there. We have it broken down into developmental ages, so you can do that. Um, we also have our family devos. Which are awesome. Um, it helps our kids grow and learn. You know, it points them to Jesus, but then helps them grow after they've made the decision to follow Christ. And that's been really cool to be part of.
1: Where where can they find the family devos at?
2: Those are in an email on uh, the daily devos that we get. They're yes. at the bottom of those. Okay. You can also get it on the app. So,
1: and you can subscribe to that on the website, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. So we've got. Um, We've got some resources in the study guide, mm-hmm. we've got the family devotion, um, and then we've got the resource wall, yes. and those can be found, I believe, at every, every campus, campus, right, in mm-hmm. the kids' mm-hmm. hall, yep. or yep. close to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, if if you need any additional resources, we have it. If mm-hmm. you need to converse with someone about that, we can do that as well. Um, we... You know, our podcast is from the local church and is for the local church. So we want to be able to help support you and aid you on your journey of faith. And um, today I just enjoyed our conversation on just looking at a little bit of how we can share the gospel and share the good news of Jesus. Y'all got anything before we sign off?
3: Yeah, I had uh, one more thought, Um, just an encouragement to parents to lean into these moments that can seem so scary, these conversations with our kids. Um, And Carrie, you told us something last week when we were getting ready for today Mm -hmm. that was really encouraging. Would you share that with our listeners?
2: Yes. I know oftentimes parents get scared when their kids start making decisions that they don't feel like they can walk them through the gospel or that their kid doesn't understand. But as Byron Malone has always said, any step towards Jesus is a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So take heart. And these kids... I was reading something yesterday, I can't remember what it was, it was in Matthew, but it was talking about how um, we we believe like kids, we should be teachable, and we trust people. And so kids, when they trust that adult that's leading them through the gospel, they can understand it better than any adult can, Mm -hmm. you know, because their heart is open and pure. And so, yeah.
4: That gives me peace. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> yep. Carrie, you mentioned the resources, um, pointing the kids like to Jesus as a start. And that was something too I wanted to point out. Like, this is a this is a start. This mm-hmm. is a starting point. Like salvation in itself is not just a one and done thing, okay. but this is how you can walk somebody through the decision they make. But I think the important thing that they they understand is this isn't a one-time decision, this is a lifelong decision. Mm -hmm. And these resources, whether it's for kids or adults in the same, are meant to what we call sanctification, this process, this big long word of this process of of becoming like Jesus once you've made the decision. Like it's, I don't know, I just think sometimes we can forget that and get past this moment of, oh yeah, I've accepted Jesus, now what? But it's like a, It's not a now what in terms of what do I want to do, like, just personally my own life, my own decisions, but it's how can I move forward to make my life look more like him and reflect him in the decision that I made so um, that's just important when walking somebody through salvation to know that it's it's you're beginning a process. Mm-hmm. You didn't right. just make a one time decision.
1: I love how you said it's the process of becoming. Yes, that like we are in the process of becoming more like Christ. And I've seen this time and time again when someone gives their life to Jesus, they go public with uh, um, their their faith in Christ. There's then spiritual warfare like immediately following that. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw that with Jesus as well. He was baptized, and then he is now isolated in the desert. And um, there's, I think we have to understand that, that this, is, this is the start, and don't be caught off guard when there is um, spiritual warfare because it comes with the territory, but it's well worth the fight because and Jesus had, suffered, and, yeah. and, and, and he is also the greatest leader of all time.
4: And if you understand these truths that you are a sinner, then you also have to realize you're not going to do it perfectly.
1: That's right. You have to give yourself
4: grace when you do mess up, but realize that, hey, this is part of my journey. Like, I'm not going to give up on it or go back. It's just, I've made a mistake. Let's regroup and move forward.
1: Nicely put. Well, y'all, again, thanks for joining us. I had such a good time. I hope yeah, this was beneficial. Do. Thank you for coming. Of yes, course. Thank you Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Next time you come back, we'll have to hear more about these ducks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're fun.
1: And with that, we finna duck out. Oh, wow. <laughs> How was that? That's
0: beautiful, <laughs> Thank honestly. You.
1: Yeah, that was that was just... Okay, we're done. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.
0: Unschooled and Ordinary is an original podcast from Venture Church. While this podcast is great for individual study... The word really comes alive when we talk about it and apply it to our lives in house church. House churches are small groups of believers gathered in homes for a meal, scripture study, discipleship, and prayer in a trusted community of faith. They meet on Wednesday nights at 6.30 p.m. in homes throughout South Mississippi, and you can join anytime. To find a house church near you, visit VentureChurch.org housechurch